It sounds like a murderer name. It does. You know what it does? It. I, I changed my mind. I am not. <laughs> I'm not using it. That sounds like the. It does. Oh my god. Yeah. Welcome to the Monarch Experience Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Ancona, and here at the Monarch Experience Podcast, we are giving students the platform to voice what matters most to them. And today, we're talking about maintaining friendships. You have enough friends. We're trying to simply help you to maintain what you've already got. But today, we're focusing on being able to maintain friendships during quarantine, during COVID, during living with COVID, uh, and how obviously friendships are different now, especially if your friendships go across multiple states, maybe even countries, how it is not as easy as things used to be. Uh, but before we get to all that, uh, I want to put out an idea that I put out last year. Um, obviously, we made amazing, amazing things happen with the Monarch Experience theme song, uh, courtesy of Evan and his friends from last year. I'm so thankful. Uh, that is going to be our theme song forever. Um, but I'm also thinking that if there are some graphic designers out there or artists, that if you're interested in redesigning or even just upgrading to digital, um, the Monarch Experience logo, I would love to see what students can come up with to try to create something that still captures the essence and the vibe that Chloe came up with three years ago. Chloe, I miss you. Uh, you're, you're the OG designer and I'll always be indebted to you for that. But I'm thinking about maybe trying to do an upgrade for it. So if you are interested, please shoot me an email and uh, we can obviously keep talking about ideas and, and go from there. Got to introduce our three amazing guests today. We've got Ying. Ying, say hey. Hi. Fantastic. Nobody says anything other than hi. Simran, say hello as well. Hello. You missed the as well part, but that's okay. And Samira, tell everyone how many times I've messed up your name so far in the four minutes that we've been recording. Um, 20 times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's being very nice with saying it's only been 20. Welcome to the Monarch Experience. I am your host, Mr. Ancona, and I'm so glad that you're tuning in, listening in, downloading, whatever you're doing, that you are here, you are with us, and hopefully we can give you some information and kind of figure out a little bit more about maintaining friendships. As someone who has no friends, uh, this is definitely going to be very enlightening for me, although maybe not as useful because this is about not getting friends, but keeping friends, which maybe is one of the harder aspects, right? They say it's, it's one thing to become a champion, but it is even harder to be able to defend that title and stay a champion once you're up at the top. And that's kind of what this episode is all about. Staying up at the top and keeping your friendships. Ying is giving me the craziest looks right now. Too bad this is only audio. But before we do any of this, we got to get into know you question. Simran, if you have a song that is blasting and you are loving this song, are you playing air drums or air guitar? Mm, air drums, because I can't do air guitar. Are you good at air drums? Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty good at air drums. Nice. Self-taught, no lessons? 
No lessons. Me too. Yeah, I, not very nice. Um, so I have questions about your technique then, as an air drummer. Uh, you don't go open, do you? You go closed. You go hi hat and uh, and snare. Hi. I just do like this, and I just follow oh, the beat. You're just going everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. All right, nice. So no beat. You're just like mm -mm. drum fills like crazy. Wow, nice. Yeah. Neil Pearl, right here. Uh, Ying, air drums or air guitar? You see, I'm musically uncapable, so I would probably choose air guitar, but I have to go with air drums. Okay, why? That made no sense. You would choose this, but you decided not to. Which, uh, why air, air drums? Why? It's easier to play. Mm, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's easier to look wrong playing it because people could like match up your beats. No, I'm like, pretty good with rhythm. Yeah, all right. I didn't mean to offend you. No, you didn't. Okay, good. Um, Simran, you agree with that or you're, you're totally like, no, you're wrong. I think air, air drums is easier because of like the, the hand placement for a hand like guitar. So yeah, I agree with Ying. All right. Uh, Samira, air guitar, air drums. Um, I would say air guitar because they're like, they're so iconic and mm. they work well with like most songs and like air drums, it looks like you're just smashing something like air guitar you actually look like you're playing something. That's a great point. Yeah. I feel like when I play air drums, I have to like tell someone I'm playing air drums just so that they know that I'm not just like waving my hands in the air or like hitting things like left and right. Cause that just looks really confusing. Yeah, I agree. Air guitar is like way more iconic. Yeah. I heavily disagree with that. Why? Cause every song has a beat and you can oh. just bang the drum to the beat. Oh, yeah. And the beat is way more iconic. No, the, I think the guitar is more iconic, but drums is just easier. Yeah, I totally, yeah. I think there have been songs where maybe the guitar isn't as prominent, where I kind of am like struggling to figure out, like, I don't even know what to do playing air guitar. So I had to obviously look up the air guitar tabs, which is cheating a little bit, but I, I've done it before when needed. I'm gonna create an entire website dedicated to air guitar tabs. <laughs> and we'll see what musical people, Yang's not laughing because she said she's not musical. So that went right over her head. All right, let's jump right into all this. We're trying to talk about today, this idea of maintaining friendships during uh, lockdown, during quarantining, throughout this entire six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, I don't know, I'm losing track, month process um, that we've kind of gone through. Uh, and I know for me in the beginning, uh, I kind of like didn't do any extra work. It just felt like a vacation from friends in a way um, until I started realizing probably when it was too late, that like, oh my God, like I need social interaction here. I'm dying because as a, for the most part, I think an extrovert, I really thrive on in, you know, talking to people, being able to like communicate with people and, and have these types of relationships. Uh, do you guys all see yourselves as extroverts, introverts? I know you can be both. Uh, ambivert, as I learned last episode. Um, Simran, where do you think you fall on this? You're intro more introverted, more extroverted? I, I like talking to people, but like I am a bit shy. Like I'm pretty shy. So I'd say extrovert. Like I can't just like go up to someone and say, hey, we want to be friends. So yeah, I think I'm an extrovert. I think I'm, so. That's, that sounds like introvert. Introvert. Sorry. Introvert. No, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Ying, what about you? Where do you see yourself more identified as introvert, extrovert? 
I've thought about it a lot over quarantine, and I figured out I'm an introvert. Yeah, what's the thing that kind of led you there? Was there one thing? Yes, because when I'm usually around my friends, I'm really social, but once I like settle down and stay by myself, I don't feel like I need anybody to be around me. I can be independent. That's awesome. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, Samira, introvert, extrovert. Um, I feel like I'm ambiverted. I don't know how to say it properly, but, uh, like we did this achieve article and it's like seeing like what you're saying it, like, are you extrovert, introverted? And I figured out just right in the middle because like, I like to have my own me time and like, like to socialize too. So I'm just, I just fall right in between. Yeah. I think you and I are the same. Like I completely love, love my me time, but also like if I don't, have the opportunity to actually engage in conversation with other people. Like I, I start falling apart. So, all right. Awesome. So I want to ask you if you guys think that being a friend is hard work or if it should be work period, because in this stage of my life, I find myself not wanting my friendships to be a lot of work. Um, I want to be able to just kind of like, reach out to someone and pick up where I left off if I haven't talked to them in three months. Uh, I want to be able to almost sometimes not do any work to maintain the friendship and know that the other person can kind of pick up the slack and then vice versa. Where like if I kind of really, like I have the ability based off wherever I am in my life that I could kind of, I could reach out, I could do all the work with like making plans and reaching out to the person uh, and let that person kind of take a break. But I'm curious where you guys are with this. Um, is friendship, should being a friend be a lot of work? Can it be a lot of work? Well, there's like, there's two sides to it. Like I don't talk to my friends for like a month and then like we can just go back to being normal and like there's no awkwardness between us, but like maybe if your friend's like going through it and they need support or help, then yes, it's difficult to like, kind of like be, be supportive and I don't know like not like I don't think it's difficult to be a friend in a way that you know if you don't talk to each other for a really long time then it's hard to like get back into that area of being close and stuff I yeah yeah no that totally makes sense um because I think there's certain times kind of like with the, the example maybe that I was even referencing I think there's certain times where like you you don't need to put in work being a friend you right. could just kind of go a while not talk and then you could reach back out after a couple months obviously if people are going through stuff that's a little bit different i think it does take a little bit more effort maybe is, is the right word uh samira what do you think i feel like like it has a bunch of like perspectives to it like should it be a lot of work or not but like depends like on the situation but like being a friend like I feel like it shouldn't be work. Like you should just feel like, um, like you should just feel like yourself and you just feel happy and free. And I feel like you shouldn't have to check off being a friend from your to-do list. Like, like it should just feel like just fun to be a friend. Yeah, I think, I'll, uh, so immediately when you said that, like you shouldn't have to check off, I, I immediately started thinking like, what would that even look like for me? And then- I think you kind of answered it. Like it should be fun. This shouldn't be a chore. Ying, what do you think? Being friend is a being a friend is it a lot of work? Should it be a lot of work? Can it be a lot of work? 
Well, no, because I feel like when you surround yourself with friends, you want your group of friends to naturally click with you. And once you do, uh, you can easily get along with them. And even if they're going through something hard, it's just like a natural instinct of yours to be there next to them. So I don't think it should be anything hard to like deal with them or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. so like the idea of if they're like, you know, Simran said this earlier, if you're going through stuff, it shouldn't be a chore then to actually want to be there for them because that would hopefully come natural. Yeah. What did you know? What did being a friend for you look like before March 13th, basically? Um, I like, I used to like meet up with my friends a lot. We used to go to the mall. We used to like, walk outside our like our neighborhoods and just like binge watch Netflix together so we did a lot of stuff together but now it just yeah and a lot of that's face-to-face it sounds like yeah awesome so it's good I'm gonna be curious to hear kind of how you were able to maintain that over the last couple months Ying what is a friend uh what does your friendships kind of typically look like no like I said before like Usually when only when I'm around my friends, I'm really like extroverted. So it was like, I pretty much was alone by myself doing things. And I only hung out with my friends if they like invited me. I don't think I ever took the time to like actually plan stuff out. I just went along with whatever they did most of the time. That's awesome. So I got, that's kind of what I was referring to before. Like, I think you could still be a great friend and not be the one that's doing the planning or the inviting. Like you bring other things to the table in that sense. Um, you're just like, yeah, just tell me when and where and, and I'll go, I guess. Uh, Simran, what do you think? What's to you, what's it like being, what is being a friend to you? What are things that you guys would normally do? Normally we do everything together. Um, like we go to the mall, we go to each other's houses, we play video games. Um, we do everything. Like we ride our bikes outside. So it's just like, she just texts me and says, do you want to do this? And I said, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have a question for you then. So do you, and and for all all three of you, so when do you get a, do you not before all this, do you not typically talk on the phone? Not by actually talking, but like, do you not communicate on the phone or is it more of like a, Hey, do you want to go do this? Yes. Okay, cool. And then you talk while you're there in person. No, I mean, sorry. No. Okay. Um, we don't like like call or FaceTime because we're pretty awkward like that. But we do text <laughs> each other a lot. Yeah, we we text a lot before okay. and now. Okay, because the wording, the way you worded that, I, I immediately thought of a couple of friends that I have that like we really don't talk through text at all. It's more of like we see each other, we get we catch up, we talk, and then we really don't like go back and forth through text. That's why I was curious about that. I can't really relate to that because I feel like me and my friends, we were relying on each other, but we only texted each other whenever we needed each other. So it wasn't like a casual, hey, do you want to go hang out? I was like, I was always, I never really called them or hung out with them. It was just texting each other every two weeks or so. When you need something, is it more of like a, like when you reach out, there's like a purpose Usually, yeah. Okay. Sometimes yeah. you would talk about random stuff, but that would be like really weird. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have friends where like there's a purpose for when we reach out to one another. Um, for me, like when I FaceTime my friends, it gets so awkward. Like, because 
I'm not good when it comes to like FaceTime. Like it's really hard and it gets awkward. But like when I'm next, like with the person physically, it's like so easy to click with the person just to talk with them. You and I are very similar, uh, which is, this is going to transition us perfectly. It's almost as if you guys had a document in which we were able to see and plan together on our road to recording this episode. Samira, that I agree, and I'm very similar to that. I, and I think that when COVID started and you know, the, the world paused and stopped, basically, I, and, and when I realized like, oh, I'm going to have to like, like, this is going to be a little bit of work to maintain some friendships. Uh, and by, by the way, for our listeners, what I mean by maintain, I don't mean that like, if I don't reach out to them, like I'm going to lose them or they're going to just like disappear off the face of the earth. Um, what I mean is like keeping that friendship as strong um, and as open as it was before all of this happened. So uh, we all started like Zooming with one another just to kind of like hang out when we would do a group Zoom. And I was so burnt out from using Zoom and trying to teach somewhat effectively in the spring through Zoom every single day of my life that the last thing I wanted to do was talk to my friends through Zoom because I just felt so fatigued, constantly always having to be on it. And then just like, all right, I see you. Great. We're all just looking at each other. No one's doing anything and we're talking. Uh, Samira, did you feel similar with that? Like that awkwardness of trying to FaceTime friends once everything got shut down or, or Zooming with friends? Yeah, I definitely felt that. Like just FaceTiming. Like I don't even know what to talk about. Like because like everything in our lives is just the same for everybody. So it's like hard to bring up things to talk about. Yeah, and like you're not in person where it could be like, look at that person who just walked by or anything like that. Like you're not responding to the same external stimuluses. You're just like, so I have a list of things that I was going to talk to you about. Like it felt like almost like you were doing chores. That was one of the many things I hated about it. Um, Simran, how did you, what did you do to maintain friendships once, you know, March 13th, all of this kind of went down? Like when March, like when it, when school ended, we were, we were still in school and I didn't really talk to my friends that much. I'd text them like once a week saying I'm bored and then say me, they'd say me too. And like, that's it. Um, but like my mom wouldn't let like actually hang out with them, obviously. But yeah. after like a month or like two months, I think I remember like me and my friend were able to like go outside of her house and just talk and stuff. So we, we like catched up on everything caught up on everything so i love the awkward i'm bored me too and then you're like all right sounds good that was a great talk great conversation we just (laughs) uh ying what did you try to do in the beginning and and what did any of it work each day for me it was kind of like going through a laundry list of things that i had to do so whenever i did text my friends like simran said it would be really awkward i never had anything to talk about and at one point I was like, usually, cause usually I usually have so many like ideas and thoughts that I would want to say in front of my friends. But eventually at one point I was like, I'm running out of ideas. What do I talk about anymore? You're just like, I'm bored. Me too. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Well, I get, I think I felt that too. And I think a big part of it really is like, there's, I think friendships are built over shared experiences. And I think there were no shared experiences at that point. Like, yes, you were all in the same Zoom classes together. Yes, you were all stuck at home. But like after a while, you're like, I'm burnt out talking about how much this stinks. What else is going on in your life? It's like nothing. Nothing is going on in my life. 
Um, I found it really uncomfortable with like zooming or FaceTiming or anything like that. Uh, being, having to be like stuck in one spot. Cause it just felt like a really awkward phone call to like that aunt that you don't want to talk to. Who's like always asking you about school. And I just didn't know what to do. Like, do I have to sit here? Can I walk around and like do things around the house? Or like, is that rude? Should you be seeing like my face the whole time? Or can I just like cut the screen out here or there? Um, really, really complicated. At least for me, it felt like that. You know, obviously things are, you know, I don't know. They're getting better. They're not getting better. They're getting worse. They're getting easier. They're getting harder. I, I don't even know how to even word this. Things are progressing, maybe, let's call it. So, and you're, you're maybe used to this new way of life. So is there anything that you've kind of picked up that is like a form of communication that you now still do? Or now that restrictions maybe are a little bit lifted and things are a little bit easier to kind of like, you can get together and still social distance or whatnot. Is there anything that you kind of find yourself still doing that you think may even last whenever this is over? Well, um, for me, uh, my neighbor is like one of my best friends. So like we schedule like a day or like two days every week and we just like go on like a two hour bike ride and just talk about our week and stuff. And it's kind of like a religion now. We just go every week. I love so, it. Yeah. And you know what that creates, it creates a tradition. It creates a new like you know, way for you to bond. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. For me, I know that I will be much quicker to actually pick up the phone and call someone for two reasons. Uh, one, the last thing I want to do is Zoom with them. Hey, let's have a Zoom and we could all hang out. I'm like, no, no, please. I'll, like, I'll do anything. I, you know what? I actually don't even want to be friends with you anymore just for suggesting doing that. So I'll pick up the phone and I'll call people. And yes, it is awkward. Um, but I actually am enjoying that a lot more because I can multitask during that uh, and get stuff done. And I feel like it gives our conversation a purpose. Whereas like if I'm texting, like right now my phone is blowing up. I really don't want to even have to go and sit down for five minutes and like go through all the text and try to catch up. And also my hands are hurting. I'm like always on the computer. I got like early arthritis kicking in. I'm so old and frail. <laughs> Seriously. So like though I don't want to be like jamming my thumbs, like sending texts, like just to be like going back and forth. So I actually found myself uh, making phone calls and then doing the crazier thing, answering the phone when people call. Because how many times do you just like, nope, and then you just text them, you're like, what's up? Yeah. yeah. yeah it, and it's been nice, again, like to have like this purpose to the conversation. Uh, so I, I kind of think that might, that might be my thing. I might be the phone call dude. The phone call dude. That's gonna be my new nickname. That sounds like a murderer name. It does. You know what it does? It, I, I changed my mind. I am not... <laughs> I'm not using it. That sounds like the, it does. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. The phone call man strikes again. Seven found dead. I like oh. that. You, you like, you like that? Yeah. Which part? The nickname, the, the premise for this horror story or the seven found dead? The seven found dead. Because they were found, so right? Yeah, that is and really And they were creepy. dead. Oh God. I'm so glad that I'm over here and you're over there. I'm changing your seat tomorrow so that you're not anywhere near where I sometimes stand. Why did you place me where you sit? I don't know. I wasn't thinking, obviously. Now I'm going to... Weird, weird selection. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm moving you far, far away, like to another teacher. <laughs> Sorry, Ying. 
Uh, what else did you guys do that, uh, that you maybe see yourselves kind of maintaining? Um, we went on, like, on bike rides a lot. We went on trails and we went to parks. And normally, like, we would just spend time inside. And, like, I just kind of, like, learned to enjoy nature and just to have fun outside. Because, like, parents are always, like, get off your phone and go outside. So. Oh, they're so annoying, right? <laughs> yeah. So what hasn't been working? I feel like um, relationships that you have in school – like you can't really talk to your friends anymore who are in school with you. Yeah. Because of like all this social distancing stuff, it's kind of difficult to talk to them now. Yeah. Especially so, like people who you aren't like that close with that you like sometimes talk to during lunch or you have like science class with them. You can't really talk to like communicate with them anymore. Yeah. Like sense. the person that like is not your friend, but just like, oh yeah, I'm kind of friendly with this, this dude. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's got to almost be, like, gone in a way. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's terrible. Because those people could become friends. Right? You're in the class with them, like, for the whole year, and, like, you start off kind of as, like, oh, yeah, look at this bald idiot. He's terrible, right? Oh, he's not even funny. Oh, he's so annoying. And then, like, next thing you know, like, you have a friendship because, again, shared experience. Simran, I never even thought of that. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, and then, like, even, like, especially, like, you're in the same Zoom class, but you can't really even communicate with anyone. What advice do you have then for people that maybe are struggling to maintain their friendships during all of this? Ying, go ahead. Well, for advice, I'm just gonna say, don't be like me, be more like Samira and Simran who actually go biking with their friends. Instead, I've probably been on Netflix for four or five hours every single day, just by myself. So that, I think it's interesting advice. So don't be like you, be yes. like them. No, I just, I don't know why. I just like staying indoors. It's mainly because my friends in my neighborhood, I don't have many of the people in my grade. So yeah. I can't really hang out at all. So I mainly just like stay indoors. Okay. And yeah. So your advice is don't be like me. Don't stay indoors. Yes. <laughs> Get out. I've just fallen into like a really big slump during quarantine. Sure, you're not alone. I think that's fair. Samira, what do you think? What's your advice for people listening? I really do not blame Ying for like binge watching Netflix because I definitely did that a lot. Yeah. But, um, like one thing I like suggest is like if you really want to like communicate with friends because like a social life is really important and it's like a big part of who you are. So, like, if you really want to do that, then you should maybe try, put an effort to it. Because, like, like, I know, like, it's really hard to create friendships now, especially because, like, it's, it's awkward. But, like, yeah. like, staying with the friends that, like, you've been friends with for a while, like, um, maybe, like, try to, like, um, maybe meet each other, but, like, from a distance, like just talk about how's life going. Cause like sometimes like most kids are like staying with their parents or like a guardian and like to open up to them, it's really hard to do that. So like when you open up to a friend, it's like someone who can like relate to like your experiences yeah. through like this time. So like, if you really want to, then go ahead and try it. Like there's no harm in it. I think the thing that you said that stood out to me a lot was like, don't like strengthen the relationships you have now. Quality is better than quantity. 
totally especially with friendships right like as trite as that is it's yeah it's definitely true Simran Uh, I agree I mean I understand what Ying's saying because I feel like we've all just gotten used to just staying at home and just like being sort of introverts but if you don't try to like text or call or meet up like social distance obviously with your friends then you'll just end up drifting even further apart from them so I think my advice would be you know maybe try to go outside with them or just try to call them even if it's just for like 10 minutes uh it's better than not you know saying anything at all not doing anything yeah and I I think like what Ying said it's so easy to do that because like I know for me like I get in those ruts a lot like, nah, I don't want to do anything. I agree with Simran. I should have probably, I should have probably went out more. I feel like since I was always indoors, it kind of got me into a negative uh, mood all the time. Mm. And it's, to be honest, before when I said how I like don't really text, the past month, I would say I have texted way more, but it was for like, internal problems like having trouble adjusting and stuff and like other issues but I think when you're talking about like friendships and maintaining them it probably shouldn't just be for me because I feel like I'm always talking about myself so much and like I feel like maybe it's just they're bored and they don't feel like they feel like they have nothing to talk about so I just talk but I always feel bad because, like, I'm always the one who's, like, just, like, ranting about how depressed I am. And my <laughs> friends are always, like, just there, like, listening, like, uh-huh, yeah, go on. But that's good. So, I mean, like, you're there, one, it's good because they're there for you. It's not good that you're feeling, you know, not exactly like yourself. But, like, that's great because they're there for you. That's your way of kind of maintaining this friendship in a way is almost like you have this uh, – the sounding board for all of your thoughts and feelings and then they kind of react to it. And I I think that still can be healthy though. For me, the only thing I would say that's like good advice for it is just like send the text or make the phone call. Like even if you're like, even if you're just saying like, I'm so bored, it is still you reaching out to the person and you're establishing contact. So even if that text is, you're like, you type the text and you're getting ready to hit delete because you're like, all I'm saying is I'm so bored they may come back with something funny or they may come back with something that then could like spur a conversation and you don't know unless you actually do that. So I think that even though we kind of were joking around about like the I'm so bored text ending there, just somehow finding a way to make contact is so, so helpful. You got social media obviously at your hand, at your disposal. I'm imagining that that makes things a little bit easier with friendships because you can talk to each other through any of the social media devices that you guys have and use. Does it make things easier? Does it make things more difficult? What are your thoughts, Simran? Go ahead. Um, like a lot of my cousins, they post like a lot on social media. So I got I got to keep in touch with them. Like I figured out my cousin got her braces off. And my other cousin got a new puppy over quarantine. So I think it's helped me keep in touch with them. And I like, I DM them on Instagram and we just talk about, you know, life. So I think for me, it has helped me communicate, especially with my cousins. Because in a way, Um, it's like, that's awesome. So like, in a way, it's almost like the, it's like the I'm so bored text, except it has a little bit more of a purpose. It's like, I got a puppy. 
and then hear everybody react to it. And then, you know, sure, everyone's going to react to it, but then that almost becomes like a gateway for you to then actually have a conversation. Yeah. That's awesome. Post, there's like something to talk about. So there's content, right? And because like, that's the one thing it feels like that so many of us were missing when we were actually like in person or when we're like doing a Zoom call and it's like, what's going on in your life? Um, nothing, but you've got content at least. Ying, go ahead. Um, social media was beneficial for me at first because I wasn't really paying attention to my friendships that I had like right now. Instead, I, w I actually tried to like rekindle my uh, relationships with the, I would say right now they're in freshmen because we didn't, because I'm in the band. So we didn't really have an opportunity to go to Hershey with them. Yeah. So I just like took that opportunity just to like text them a lot during that time and it was really helpful at first because we were always like laughing over each other's like bios but then that that got like really tiring and then i just gave up and then soon it was like people were just like posting stuff and i was always just like getting notifications and then i just like shut off I'm just going to say Instagram and Snapchat for a long while because I really couldn't handle like because I was like at home all the time and part of myself was like persuading myself that I should go out and then the other part was just like not nah, just stay home and then other people were like hanging out and like riding their bikes but I just didn't want to feel excluded so I just decided to just like shut it off um like social media i took a long break from it like during quarantine and i realized i missed a lot of like what my friends are doing but like when i got social media again like i downloaded the apps again like i see what they're doing but it just like it is mentally exhaust like it's just mentally exhausting to like keep on like keeping up with what they're doing and it just a lot and do you feel like you, you have know, to keep up with what they're doing i mean like at like during this time I feel like it's kind of like essential I guess because like when you want to talk to other people it's like hey I heard you got like your braces off or I got you got this off so it like builds up a conversation and it allows you to like talk to the person but like when you have no clue what's going on in their life it's hard to talk about something. yeah and if you if you miss out then you're obviously it almost feels like you're missing out on like opportunity to connect or to stay in the loop, or to stay connected. And I mean, people can't see this necessarily, but I, I mean, I, I put my hot take, and it was that social media is not real, so your friendships aren't real that are there. Um, and I don't mean that like the friends that you actually are friends with, but I mean like people that you may not interact with often, because you're, you do have to keep up in a way, like Samira was saying before, like you do have to keep up with everything that's, that's happening or whatever they're posting. And they're most likely posting things that they only that they want you to see, right? Because they're in control of that. So it almost becomes like, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Here's my greatest hits. Or here's like all the best things that are happening to me. They're not posting the fact that maybe they're not feeling too great about themselves. Or maybe they're not posting the fact that like, you know, they had some rough days over the last couple of days and that that led them to this really great moment or whatever it may be. Um, so it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say fake, but it's kind of like, purposely fabricated or purposely crafted i agree with you like i don't think you can like 
really see how a person's actually doing, like their mental health, like their well-being, just by looking at like their posts on Instagram. But it has helped me like just see how much they've changed and like what's going on in their life. But I yeah. think maybe like picking up the phone and calling them is a better way to get to know them and how they're doing. Well, because it's private, right? It's not like right. broadcasted to everyone. I build up this perception about the person, like this person knows a lot of people, this person like goes out a lot. So it doesn't really help like learning more about the person really, I would say. But you're, you're some... almost learning about the perception, not the person. Yeah. I feel like on social media, like you said before, since you're always posting like the best image of yourself or the thing that you want others to see, I feel like other people weren't really getting to know the real me through mm. my posts or whatever. So, and since most of the people that I follow were from like this town or like somewhere close to here or like friends of friends that I followed, they actually like knew me since I actually did talk to them. But over this time, I feel like I did branch out my like communication and interaction with other people. Like I even started like this uh, another account just for like other things that I like. And I found like a couple of fans or other people from like Germany or like Japan or something. That's and awesome. it was, it was really cool talking to them and like getting their perspective from this entire coronavirus thing. That's awesome. It kind I mean, it kind of goes to what Samira was saying with like the idea of like, that may be the only place you have that you, that you're, communication can thrive and obviously Ying, you took advantage of that and and i think that's where you kind of are really able to use social media for what i imagine its purpose really is or should be right to be able to communicate to people you never really had the opportunity to communicate with try to stay more active even though it's really hard for some people if they're shy just try to reach out more and i guess use advantage take advantage of this time to maybe self-reflect if you can't be with others think about what you can do to improve yourself so when we end up coming out of this pandemic you can be a new and improved version of yourself or just a bettered version of yourself i don't like the yeah. whole new version of i like being, new i like new too but i think that people misunderstand new and improved and i love reflection you you totally you said like my buzzword but okay, i think like, better better change perfect or just growth right you don't have to be growth, better, yes self-growth right? i'd love this i'd love this ying you were an amazing person samira simran ying thank you so much for being a part of this episode on maintaining friendships i think that there's a lot of really great feedback i think like ying said about reflection uh obviously there was plenty of reflection that was going on here about what's been working what hasn't been working and hopefully at the end of all this when we come out of it the goal is Hopefully, we can learn something about ourselves, learn something about our friendships, learn something about what we value in friendships, whether that's just if friendships should be a lot of work or if they shouldn't be a lot of work. Um, and if you have ideas for future episodes, make sure that you email me or message me on Snapchat. Make sure you subscribe so that you are constantly getting notified at all times, all hours of the night. Uh, you can find any episode of The Monarch Experience at our hosting platform, Anchor.fm. You can find us on any place that podcasts are made or formed or listened to, like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, all these other places. It's amazing. Leave a five-star rating 
Uh, make sure you find and add us on Snapchat at the Monarch Experience Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Monarch Experience. Look for the logo. Until then, stay safe, stay hungry. See ya.